A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello. Josh, my friend, as much as it pains us to say Resident Evil 3 is not going down especially well, or at least it's not between us. Um, and as the more people I talk to, um, the more people seem to just be kind of vocalizing the fact that it's a bit of a massive letdown. And although it's a very polished product and Nemesis is fun enough to fight and the gunplay is great and we all love Resident Evil 2, um, there's a lot of negatives. And um, when we kind of set between us that we're not really seeing them um, spoken about that much. So we're going to sort of dive into it. Um, where do you want to start? Because it's you've, you've finished I'm still going through it. There are a lot of places to start, Scott, because again, like to reiterate what you said, right, we've done a lot of videos in our time talking about the things we don't like in games that a lot of other people do like. But mm-hmm. this is the first time I've been kind of scared to voice those opinions because people are <laughs> loving the game and I can see kind of why they are. But right. for me, when I was playing through it, it sort of tricked me into liking it for a long time because it looks gorgeous. The presentation mm-hmm. is amazing. Uh, the feel of combat, the feel of the characters, the characters themselves are awesome. But I just couldn't get away away from a bunch of these points that we're going to talk about today that just for me drag it down and make it a bit of a disappointment as a whole and it's not a bad game I want to clarify that I don't think it's an outright you know three out of ten four out of ten disaster it's just that for me it feels very much kind of rushed and phoned in and Mm -hmm. it could have been better and that's the main problem for me it's that it's an it's an okay game that could have been amazing because mm-hmm. like for me it's the it's the lack of imagination that kind of first crops up when it comes to this being a remake it feels very you know by the numbers very bare bones very unimaginative and uninspired resident mm-hmm. evil 2 felt like it had a lot of heart in it that remake whereas this feels like very very much you know we've we've got to do resi 3 we've got to use what we built for resi 2 and port it over and we can do it again it feels very much like them doing it again rather mm-hmm. than having a creative spark of right we can reinvent the we wheel. Need we need to do can, this. We need to do this. We can make the original better or at least modernize it for a new audience. And mm-hmm. for me, that's, that's again, that's fine. It makes for an okay game. But every single time I was playing it and going through levels, there were just sections upon sections where I thought, this could be so much better. Yeah. <clears> think <throat> I mean, more into it. I just, I noticed like right from the beginning, like I really didn't like, I like the idea that it starts in first person. I was like, oh man, you're kind of, you know, connoting a bit of Resident Evil 7. But in terms of like a sense of place or a sense of plot drive um, compared to RE2, which opened, you know, cutscene heavy, character heavy, like this is why you care. And you can argue on the fan side that like everyone knows the the backdrop of Resident Evil at this point. But opening on RE3 with the, the live action stuff where you've got like real people, that stuff just looked sort of strung together. I know it's a callback to the originals. Um, but then in terms of, like I said, establishing a sense of place, you just have, you're just playing as Jill, first person, you've got three text entries that you can optionally read on a wall. And then Nemesis just comes crashing through the wall and it's like, yep, there you go. That's kind of the whole game. Um, and that is what they've advertised. It's almost this Halloween style thing of uh, like Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers kind of thing. Um, but I just like, right off the bat, something felt so off to me and then go 
going through, and I like that they've sort of exploring almost like Evil Within Two style territory of like these semi open world, uh, you know, larger levels that you. But you end up backtracking through them quite a lot, um, like sort of zigzagging back and forth. I get this one item, my inventory space is crap, so I got to ditch that, grab this, go back and get through it. And I know that that's an old school Resident Evil trope, but combined with the way that Nemesis was, in, was introduced, that complete lack of threat really. It was just this big dude coming through the wall. Um, I honestly thought, based on the trailers, they were going to lead up to Nemesis a lot more. I thought they would do him justice in terms of bringing in some of the other lore stuff from, um, I think, one of the old uh, novelizations or one of the old comics that dove into his origins and things like that. But the cutscene that they had in the trailer where he's been um, brought in on like a big, like, um, you know, medical stretcher looking thing uh, before he gets unleashed on the city, I thought that would be a bigger build up and we'd spend more time with Jill and you would care about why you're fighting Nemesis. I know they plug those things in over time, but I just, the, that opening I thought was like pretty atrocious. <laughs> I have I have a lot of similar gripes um, to you in regards to this. I will dis- I, I will disagree in a way because I think mm. the Nemesis's first you know introduction is is well directed and quite menacing. But mm. I agree in that it lacks any kind of sense of place or even kind of sense of purpose. You're right in that you know the game itself very much relies on you knowing wider Resident Evil stories or knowing what happened in three already. Mm. And to me, it just kind of acts as sort of like a greatest hits run through of what Resident Evil three was, rather than making the story story itself you know stand out or feel important or feel integral to the whole universe because yeah we have you know things like nemesis hunting down the stars we have raccoon city you know literally being destroyed you know we've got the entire city under threat by zombies yeah it doesn't for me it never feels that grand it never feels like you're part of this city going to hell it feels Mm. like you're exploring a couple of streets and you're filling in the rest in your mind because you know what resident evil is and Mm -hmm. i feel like that excuse is being used a lot where of you know well everyone knows the story everyone knows what it is and that is true to an extent but there are going to be a lot of people picking up resident evil 3 for the first time and mm-hmm. the story feels threadbare and it might have been like that in the in the original but mm-hmm. i don't think that's really much of a honestly an excuse because you could build on that so much more like you said with nemesis there's so much potential to go into that backstory or give them a more complex backstory mm-hmm. but they just kind of maybe they were they didn't dare to do that because that might have flown in the face of the original but mm-hmm. it would have been it would have been something Honestly, I fundamentally disagree with that assumption because this totally applies to Final Fantasy VII's remake as well, where the creatives got out there and said, well, you know, everyone already knows the story, so we're just going to jump past and get to the meat of it. It, For me, it's the worst way to do it because if you're going to remake Jaws, you wouldn't ditch all the build-up. The build-up is the point. The reason that they're an iconic villain, the reason you care so much is because you have that build-up and that payoff and it's methodically rolled out. That's why those movies are so rewatchable and those games are so replayable in the first place. You don't... It's. I think that's a completely wrong way to go about reapproaching iconic villains and moments and stuff like that just get it out the way get to the bit that fans remember um because you're not going to you're not going to bring any new fans in like yeah it's a, it's a cool little easter egg nod uh, style nod to uh you know returning fans but i fundamentally don't think that works and like i said it applies to final fantasy 7 as well um but yeah in re3 it just seems to be in such a big rush to get somewhere whereas um and maybe that's uh, you know you can argue that's why people are diving in but i think the runtime uh, is a massive issue as well like i mean even when jules reviewed it he finished it in like two hours 50 and um, i've seen people speed running it in an, in an hour 10 um and i just considering that they're selling it for full price that seems borderline insulting yeah, I do want to get to the runtime, but I just want to quickly mm. jump back to something you said about Nemesis there, mm-hmm. in that if you directly compare him to Mr. X from Resident Evil 2, even though Mr. X was a part of the original Resident Evil 2, a lot mm. of fans never actually like forgot about him. A lot of people forgot he was even in that game because <laughs> they made him more of a focus in the remake, but mm. they made you 
they earned your love of him, if that makes sense. Like the way he stalked you around the um, police station mm-hmm. was so well done, in my opinion. The AI was so good and new and interesting, mm-hmm. uh, combined with his presence in cutscenes. Whereas when it comes to Nemesis, for me, his gameplay sections are actually kind of poor. Yeah. I think he comes along, it comes across well in the cutscenes, and he's this big, menacing, intimidating uh, figure. And I love the redesign, mm-hmm. but like actually selling that in gameplay doesn't really work. I made a joke to you that uh, his bazooka feels like the Wampa launcher from Crash Bandicoot 3. <laughs> like things like that just feel a bit off. And I'm, yeah. and I just, I'm there wondering, is Nemesis, am I loving Nemesis in, in this game because mm-hmm. they've done a good job with him? Or is it because I just love Nemesis as a character? My thing is that I think they should have done way more with the evasion stuff. I think that if Nemesis gets you, he should just pop your head in an instant. It shouldn't be that he grabs you and throws you away or like, you know, bounces you off a wall or whatever. If this is the ultimate killing machine, then you should be terrified of being even remotely close to him. Um, and I like the way that they write Jill as like this sort of battle tank that can, you know, she's like swearing loads and she's putting up with stuff and she she knows that she can bring the fight to him and I love that stuff but I think that should have been more based on having trade-offs with him and sort of barely hanging on to life like you know if you time the dodge right you'll roll right under a zombie and there should have been more stuff like that I think in terms of um, you know c- convincing you that Nemesis is this massive threat um, and also like in the original um, I know people have picked apart the actual coding of it and gone like well he was only going to appear in certain spots but he felt ever present um, he always felt like he was he could be around any other corner in the same way that Mr. X did in RE2 um, because Mr. X was literally walking around the level and you heard him like you heard him above you and things like that and that was so effective um, in 3 although they, they try and like convince you that's what's happening for me it never feels like that it feels like you're waiting for the next set piece and it's like the next big open space or the next like wider alleyway it's like well I'm just waiting for him to oh yeah he, break, he broke through the wall and here he is again yeah, I, th- and I, th- I think that's part of a problem with 3 as a whole because, like you said, in the original game, it did feel like he was sort of ever-present even mm. though he was only, only really there for certain set pieces. But I think that's just because he felt so fresh. Even mm. though we had Mr. X in Resident Evil 2, um, Nemesis was way more of a central focus in that game. But since then, and we've talked about this a lot, we've had a bunch of persistent enemies. So mm. when it comes back to rebooting the franchise, instead of you know making his behavior a bit different or a bit more unique, they've kind of just modeled him on the same persistent enemies they've had before including the original nemesis so yeah like you said Mm. there's no real surprise when you go into a big open area you Mm. think okay here he is every time he (laughs) he gets quote-unquote killed you know he's going to come back and that's again that's fine there's nothing Mm. inherently bad about it but it just it comes with sort of like the lack of surprise and the feeling that you're just going through this greatest hits album tour Mm. of okay this is where he arrives this is where you pretend to kill him this is where he comes back even more mutated (laughs) than the last and it's just for me it's just a bit uninspired and I do feel a problem with Nemesis's gameplay sections is because they've used Mr. X from Resident Evil 2 as a base and yet this is this is another major gripe and I, I keep putting off the runtime I've just got a lot of things to say <laughs> but, but a major gripe is that they've reused a lot of things from Resident Evil 2 that worked well there you know the core reused combat the reused mm-hmm. enemies even some reused levels but they don't fit for me the action focus style of Resident Evil 3 even the mm-hmm. combat it felt so good in two because it was purpose built to make you scared, to make you feel like you're wasting ammo. Mm-hmm. But in here, it doesn't really fit a game where you're supposed to be pushing forward and you're supposed to be killing enemies, at least for me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. That's what I meant about like the way Jill's written. It's sort of like, and I, I like my um, comparison to something like Halloween. That idea of one main character forever dogged by this, like you know, impossibly, you know, impossible to defeat sort of creature that's chasing him the whole way through. Um, you need to focus the whole game around that, and I think that directly relates to how little time they had to develop it. Um, like you said, there's there's reused levels in here. There's one street that's directly in both um, both games, and um, and that stuff really stands out. I mean, when, I remember when they announced it and they said they were going to do Resident Evil three like one year later and now they're already talking about doing re8 and maybe another remake um, in the coming couple of years as well um but for me it's i just I, I just couldn't escape that idea that it feels like dlc it feels like something that was well i mean very much was clearly born from resident evil 2's new engine um but to a fault where it's just like you're charging 50 pound for this i don't know how much it is in america but it's full price a full price game um and the runtime is a factor the um the, you know the level layouts are a factor the enemy ai is a factor um in terms of nemesis and i don't feel like i'm getting this next gen approach to something like for me i think he was done better in the ps1 one yeah, like I think a lot. I think even the idea of Raccoon City going to hell was done better in the PS1 one. Obviously, <laughs> it's not graphically impressive, but the aesthetic of it, the feeling that you're trapped in the city, mm-hmm. for me, was done better then. Admittedly, it's been a while since I played it. But yeah, like when it comes to sort of the runtime and the reused assets and stuff, mm-hmm. for me, I actually found myself wanting to defend this game before it came out because the runtime, even in advance of you know the game hitting shelves, was rumored to be very short. Yep. But I wanted to be like, it doesn't matter. It's okay if it's short as long as it's a top quality experience. It's fine. It's worth your money. It's I'd rather have that than have a bloated game mm-hmm. but actually playing it it just <laughs> does feel extremely rushed and the pacing is all over the place you mm-hmm. don't get enough time to spend in places the open world elements uh, I, I like what you said there's like barely a street and i don't think there's enough secrets or incentives to actually explore and they're over quite quickly and yeah it just does feel like it's kind of being slapped together which is mm-hmm. frustrating because even though it's come a year later apparently this was in development for over three years with a different studio but it doesn't feel like that we've been mentioned no. the repeated street but there are more repeated areas from resident evil 2 which i won't spoil there are repeated enemies from resident evil 2 there are repeated you know entire like i don't know animations just everything feels mm-hmm. like it's being reused and repurposed and that could that was fine for the original resident evil 3 yeah but so many years later when it comes to these remakes i don't just want an exact replication of it because then just give me a remaster if you're going totally. to properly remake something from the ground up improve on what came before mm-hmm. look at what it did well look what it did bad whether it was because of time you know ability resources or whatever and try to make that experience better and more modern and in more interesting and i just feel like they haven't done that and that's the most frustrating <laughs> thing for me man yeah well i mean i guess yeah like we said we should talk about the the runtime because like even when once you've gone through this stuff and you kind of have this feeling of i don't know if it's mediocrity but just not hitting expectations um what was your complete time because i know like i said before like jules was on about three hours what, what was yours Mine was four hours, and that was with like <laughs> getting all of the upgrades that you could get the first Trying time to stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, mine... Like, I- mm. Sorry. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, like I'm only, um, I'm like about 45-ish minutes in, which means I'm probably like three quarters of the way through the whole thing. Um, and like, you know, it just, it's it's fine. It's totally fine. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I think, um, yeah, in regards to what we said about them turning it around so fast and it's starting with another dev team, um, it feels like someone came in and said, well, if you just put a cutscene here and, you know, you just, you've got all this gameplay meshed out, you've got all this stuff rendered um, and you can stick some credits here, we can sell this. It's something that can be sold. Um, and I wonder yeah. how much, um, like you said, there's, the, there's there is that comparison to the original rollout because obviously RE3 originally came out one year after RE2 and people were more than fine with it back then. Um, is, is that their fault? back is that their cushion because it's like well you know this is how it used to be and you guys didn't care back then so 
I do think that's certainly an element of it, but for me, it is just how rushed everything feels. Like you mm. joke there that you're 45 minutes in and you've more or less seen everything. But like, I'm going to finish it, it on my lunch break. Probably will, yeah. Every single time I was in an area, I just felt like I wanted to spend more time there. The, the One of the issues I had with it is that once you uh, ushered on to the next part of the story, you can't go back. So that area is like locked off here. And the way things develop is just so rapid, like the nemesis changing his forms. You don't get a chance to appreciate each distinct, uh, you know, experience with him because he's constantly changing he's constantly moving on to the next thing and there's a moment halfway through where i just i knew something was going wrong where you swap to carlos because carlos is playable in this game you swap back to jill for a, literally one boss fight and then you're back to carlos and it's like <laughs> the structure of this game is all over the place and i don't mm-hmm. know how it got to be that way i don't know whether it was there are rumors that it was you know outsourced to a different studio and i wonder whether that's the case i have no idea but i'll be fascinated to like look into a deep dive of it because mm. when you look at the game like I said at the beginning, man, it fools you into thinking you're having the best time. The atmosphere is there. The way it looks is is the RE engine is you know just it's gorgeous. Something else. Yeah, yeah, and like it's, like you said, the character of Jill is awesome in this mm-hmm. game. It's just mm-hmm. that these features for me aren't fundamentally supported by the core gameplay or the story or the the way development has been approached. I just think that they should have had... Like, because for me, I feel like Mr. X is a better nemesis than Nemesis. Like, obviously, Nemesis has the visuals. And I like that they gave him, you know, the whole thing where he can sort of kind of half mind control zombies and buff them and bring things back. And, like, that's cool. But just, you need to do way more with that. It makes me question or it makes me wonder if that's why they ditched the Nemesis name from the title. Um, because, obviously, it used to it used to be Resident Evil 3 colon Nemesis. Um, and they ditched that. And it's like, is that just something that happened later on? Because initially, they were going to do this, put all these, you know, all these resources as an effort and R&D into fleshing out all these different specific nemesis combat mechanics which just didn't happen uh, in the end um, it's just something feels so off about it um, and for the most part like you said that level of polish it looks absolutely gorgeous there are a lot of positives to it um, but you can't help I, I, I mean I can't say that I haven't finished it yet but like from what you said you kind of feel like you can't help hitting credits and just thinking like oh okay yeah, and that's that's fundamentally why I wanted to do this video because I don't think it's just an outright terrible game. It's just mm. like you said, there's a there's an off feeling to it that I kind of wanted to try and verbalize because it's hard to figure out what it is your first time through because there is so much convincing you it is good. But mm-hmm. then, like when I when I hit credits, I thought I was going to play it. I thought I was going to get the platinum trophy, but I had no desire. It's <laughs> not good. Do you have any other main points, or should we wrap this and hand it over to the baying fandom? I think we've hit everything I wanted to hit and now I'm very, very scared about what people are going to say. <laughs> Either they'll totally agree or they'll be, oh my God, it'll just be Ben Roy in the comments because he's the person going, no, no, it's totally fine. And we, we argue with him on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of Resident Evil 3 Remake. How have you got on with it? How does it compare to the original? Does it feel like it was worth the money? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 